Hi, this is John Dolan from Rubber Dundee Stars and you're listening to our view from Section C. Welcome along to a view from Section C for episode 10 and as you can see by the Christmas jumpers, it's our Christmas edition of the episode. It's not going to be that much different to be fair, but yeah. Christmas jumpers... Some Christmas drinks. Cheers, everyone. Merry Christmas. We're good to go. This so, this could this could end in disaster, eh? Because it's only ten minutes to two in the afternoon, and I'm on Copperberg. This could be me. I could be in my bed for three o'clock. <laughs> three o'clock on Christmas Eve. There's a new yeah. record for you. Eh? If it's uh, yeah, if it's, if it's anything like what happened in Wales on my birthday, yeah, could be a disaster. Well, but, uh, will I go message Nurse Vicky just in case? Maybe, yeah. Uh, <laughs> she might be listening to this, so, yeah. So, there's only one way that we could kind of start off the podcast just now, and that's with a discussion around the cancelled games and COVID. So, we sat here last week in the hope that we were going to get something. Um, it turned out that, obviously, results had obviously come back from the team, and we were still in COVID protocols and weren't allowed to play the next three games. Um, so... We're now on Christmas Eve. The news came out yesterday that Fife are now in COVID protocols and Boxing Day and whatever day it is we're next year to play them away from home has also been cancelled as well. So from a purely selfish point of view, I'm glad that the game has been cancelled on Boxing Day due to the announcement from the government. But it's uh, another delayed game for the league, another team in protocols, what's... What are you thinking? Yeah. I'm thinking, I think, from for your fans' perspective, it's shit. Let's be honest, right? Everybody wants to go to the hockey. Everybody wants to see the Boxing Day game against Fife. Yeah. Government have put guidelines. I think the club have came out and done the right thing. They could have got 200 people in. It's, to me, cancel the league this now. Yeah. Shut down so, the league. Like, like, like what the SPFL have done. They brought their winter break forward. Let, let's go and shut it down for three weeks. So the three weeks that, that you can only get 200 people in, let's go and shut down for three weeks. The league, that is. Not just the Scottish teams. But, yeah, devastating. So, yeah, limited fans and restrictions, obviously. We're discussing that as well and kind of bringing this into one kind of big thing with COVID and the cancelled games. And I can understand from the club's point of view of we're trying to keep it going as much as possible throughout you know the restrictions stuff. They're still allowed, they're still allowed to play games because they're professional sports teams. Um, but my, my thoughts behind it was right. If and this off season, kind of the club have to make this decision to play the games to try and get money somehow, and it's playing via webcast and doing their online raffles and, and doing their 50 50 tickets online. That's fine, but at the same time, if those 200 the 200 fans that are going to come in, right, it's a guarantee that out the 200 fans that are allowed in, it's going to be sponsors and season ticket holders. Yeah, okay, that'll be yeah. that'll be the choice yeah. in the ballot. So there's going to be no paying fans coming into that Correct. at all. Uh, the only way they'll get it is through the webcast. Um, the Stars obviously lose out a few quid yep. between a webcast and a ticket sale. Because um, just, like, but, speaking, of, speaking about the webcast, so, right? so say, I know you're right to say. Uh, the 200 people get in. Yeah. Say they've got another 700 season ticket holders that can't get in. Do they get the webcast for free? Because they've already paid for the game. Well, so, that's not what on, I thought you were going to say. Right. <laughs> So, but if you think about it like that, right, there's yeah. only 200 people getting in. Just say we're season ticket holders, right? We've not, we, yeah. we don't come out the ballot, but they're going to show a webcast. So should we have to pay for the webcast if you think about we've already yeah. paid for that game? Oh, yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it, it's a difficult, difficult situation for the it's club. very, exactly, very difficult for the club. Um, and I think it's, it, to be honest, between, you know... My my personal thoughts on it are, you would like what United's done and, and Dundee and all the S, SPFL clubs. They your season ticket holders got the stream, but they've got an income coming in from bigger sponsors, yeah. more fans that were allowed well, in at the time, and and yeah. bankrolled by potentially millionaires. Yes, very small club, the Stars, Fife, even Clan. Okay, Clan could probably yeah. get a wee bit extra money from their owner, not them, but they're classified in this Manchester. You know they're they're not the yeah. this uh, richest of clubs either, but 
I would be expecting the clubs to come out and say, but does, that, does that it affect that English? It's no effect in them, was it? No, it's They're not effect in them, no. But yeah. the and only, I think, the only I think that is, might change, though. I think yeah, that might change on Boxing Day. So the only the only thing is, right, at, at the moment, we've had a player in isolation. Mm-hmm. Fife have obviously now got a player or players in isolation. Yeah. It's just going to keep going. Manchester. Like, Manchester's, about, uh, that was the best one, where they just precautionary didn't travel. Yeah. Um, so to me, that's they're, to me, they're waiting on results. Yeah, but they've only placed in protocols. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, the thing about it was right. Um, again, so these these two hundred fans that get in, they're not going to get money from. Only way they get money is through fifty fifty sales and and yeah. shut off the back sales in the rink from the two hundred fans. All the money for food and that at the cafe and that goes to the rink. Same with the bar, goes so. to the rink. But the bar, there would be shop with the no. No bars don't stay open until a certain time. But I don't know if they would open the bar. Yeah, possibly not. But yeah, it's they wouldn't make money from yeah. or that yeah. much money. And the other thing as well as with the webcast is so say the likes of even just me and Shannon, if we don't go to the game, we're only buying one webcast. Yeah. You know, if there's a family of six or seven well, that come up to buy tickets on the on the game yeah. day, they're losing out on six or seven people yeah. because they'll buy one webcast. That's right. So, so you're you're speaking about you and Shannon, right? It's box it's Boxing Day. That might include me. So there's three with just being the one yeah. where we're cast. You know what I mean? Yeah. So but, uh, yeah, it, it's it, it's it a strange club. Keep it going. Could be devastating for the club. Yeah, absolutely devastating. Us and Fife. Yeah. Um, it's it's and like you say, it's not it's not the stars' decision. You know, for no. shutting down the league for three weeks. It would be a, the league's decision. I think yeah. the right thing would do it again. We're saying that that they wouldn't really make any money from having the games played behind closed doors. The league should close it down for those three weeks. So as long as you can get wrong. money. Correct me if I'm wrong. Have the club cancelled the five game on Boxing Day? Then Flyers have cancelled the game. Flyers have cancelled because they're in protocols. Right. Yes. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. So their next three games are are cancelled. Um, cancelled. Right. All right. But, It'd be interesting. Uh, It'd be interesting to know if if Fife were not in protocol, mm-hmm. if the game would have went ahead. Both so the, the, yeah. I think the clubs would have cancelled it. I really do. I think the clubs would have yeah. postponed the games. The one thing, so the one thing I've heard today is that the Scottish government could potentially go back on this three weeks with all the data and the research and that that's coming out. Yeah. So it could end after a week. Um, if it doesn't. Okay, and I was looking at the fixtures last night. If it doesn't change, and it's still the three weeks until the seventeenth of January, we miss five home games. Yeah, and one away game. Yeah, and again, it's not the club's fault, but no. How is that fair? How is that fair to the fans? Um, we're losing that much. It's the first time that we've had such a run of home games in God knows how many years in the league. Yeah, um, a couple of double header at home for us, and it, it, again. Yeah. The the time of year when people are still are people are off work. Some people maybe go back maybe the third, but they're still. Yeah, I'm off to the fifth. I know there's people that are off to the tenth. They're off right yeah. through, so they still I'm got off. all those games when they're off. I'm back on the third. Yeah, and we're supposed to have a game on the third. Yeah, we're supposed to have a game on the third, and we're supposed to have a game on the fifth. Yep, and then I think it's a double header that weekend. Yeah, or the weekend. weekend fine, just... Yeah, and get what I, the club are in such a difficult position. Because yeah. you'll not, but you'll not be able to keep everybody happy, right? Yeah, they'll know. Um, even if if they went to a ballot with two hundred people, all the season ticket holders that didn't get are going to be devastated. Mm-hmm. You may be wanting the five game, but you've ended up like let's say a Manchester game. Yeah, but you I really know. wanted the five game. You know what I mean? I it, it's it's a luck of the draw. Eh? It's yeah. like if you think about United at the moment. So they've they've done a ballot for the Hibs game on Boxing Day. So this is not the first time they've done a ballot for their season ticket holders. But seemingly this is a new ballot because everybody was getting in anyway. So they've started yeah. again. So yeah. there was people who didn't get in the first time yeah. are not getting in. The, and, and at this point, Tension again, they're getting in. Yeah. and there's people who've been are now getting back again. Yeah? It's yeah. really difficult. And again, care what the club are going to do. I really don't. I feel no. really, really sorry for, for what the owners... I've got to go through this now. I really do. 
Yeah. yeah. And and one thing, just for saying that, and I feel feel for the owners, you know, listen, there's there's things have happened in years gone by that you've maybe never agreed with what the club have done or spending and like for players and stuff like that, and players have brought in the caliber and stuff, but the amount of shit that the club has taken over social media over the last week or so about their lack of communication. Why is this club announcing it first? Why is the league announcing it before us? Because as a professional team, the league should be announcing these things first. Yep. It's the same in the yep. Premier League, right? The FA come out and say, we're speaking to clubs, we're take yep. a vote, blah, blah, blah. Oh, games are cancelled. Liverpool's cancelled against uh, Crystal Palace or Leeds and yeah. Crystal Palace game in Watford and stuff like that, right? Yep. The league come out and announce it first, and then the clubs... And then the club come out with a statement behind it, yes. yes. And the amount of times that they've come out with, oh, why are we not announcing that? Why are Fife announced <sighs> it? Fife obviously jumped the gun on that one, and I think everyone knows that Fife jumped the gun on that one to say the game is cancelled on the last Saturday. Yeah. And and the league then came out maybe half an hour later and announced it, and then the Stars and Fife obviously came out saying that the game was cancelled and postponed. So, yeah, listen... Give the club but, a fucking break, man. Like again, it, listen, we've we spoken about it. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Get the words out of my mouth, right? We spoke about it. We've spoke to people about it, right? For, see, see for see for the club, it's their business. Yeah. Right. See for me and you, it's a game of ice hockey. Yep, exactly. That's it. The, these guys, the the, the wards and everybody else that, that that run this club. Have got a lot more to worry about than just yeah. the game's off. You've got yeah, their own like, bloody health. Well, we exactly. Me and you're just like, oh well, Boxing Day, you're coming out to me. We didn't need to get ready early to go to the game now. No, I know. I know. It's, it's, nothing. Thing, it's absolutely nothing. Thing, and I like, know we're going to miss it. I know yeah. we'll miss it. And everybody else will miss it. But it's, it's somebody's business we're speaking about here. Eh? They've got yeah. bigger things to worry about than me and you. Yeah. I say. Like I say, you know, we we're, we're annoyed. Everyone's annoyed that we can't get to the games, but we're all in the same boat. It's hopefully changes, and it's just a week. Um, but yeah, I, I the, think the frustrating thing. I think the frustrating thing for people. I'm not going to get into this because I've got my own opinion, and I, and I think I put my opinion on Facebook probably for the first time since this pandemic started. Because um, I got a wee bit frustrated with it. I'm double vaxxed, and I've also got a booster. Yeah. I still can't get to my ice hockey now. And I'm thinking, what is the point? Right? But that that's the rules that, that are being put in place. They'll maybe lax. They might, they might change them after a week. They might change them after two weeks. But, yeah, there's... If, if you think about it, it's getting better. Let's put it this way, right? It's getting better. That That's a good thing about it. The NHS was inundated. They're now saying that, really, a lot of cases... Maybe shouldn't hate go to the hospital now. Yeah. Well, that, that's great yeah. because the 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 cut down the number the of people. Are there. Yeah, the the less people go to the hospital, the more people go out to play. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, and and I said it way way back at the start of it when they started announcing, oh, this new variant came out, and then this variant came out, and then the Delta came out, and then the Omicron came out. Every time a variant, you know, every scientists have always said it, every time a variant comes out and develops, it it gets weaker, yep. but becomes more transmissible. You know, yes. That's 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 with every sort of kind of viral virus disease thing. It's like this: ah. it gets weaker, but more transmissible, spread quicker. Um, and that's what I think we're now finally getting to: is yeah. there's weaker strains every time now. It's getting weaker. It's taking over for this one. It's taking over for that one. It's spreading like wildfire, but it's it's getting weaker. It's getting weaker, and that's like you say: that's when we'll start to get out to play. But, I was listening. I was listening to that off the ball last Saturday, and and the guy Jason Leach was on it, and I can Jason Leach isn't everybody's cup of tea, and I was listening to him, and he said there was some guy in the WHO who had says that pandemics last for five years, right? So they'll start as as absolute manic up here mm-hmm. with thousands and thousands of people dead, and when it gets, it will gradually come down and down and down, yeah. and at the end of the five year, it'll be eradicated. Yeah, it'll, it'll disappear, but we're stuck in the middle of it just now. Yeah, and I think the thing is with this, right? And this is the thing a lot of people forget about: COVID is a, is a, a mutated form of coronavirus, and coronavirus has always been a thing. Yep, and it'll always will be a thing, even after this. 
it's eliminating the strain that we're, we don't know about. That's all it is. We need to learn about it and then we deal with it. Yeah. But listen, let's move on for that corner yeah. talk. Let's, let's look at it more positive. It's a shame. It's a shame. Eh? Yeah. We need our hockey. We love our hockey. We miss our yeah. team. We miss our mates. Um, you've also got to think, what mates? we're okay. Eh? What mates? Me, I've got loads of mates. I okay. <laughs> um, you got to remember, there's a bunch of players that kind of see the family now. I know. Yeah. They'll be doing what we're doing. They'll be doing it our whatever this yeah. is called, Streamyard and and Zoom and and whatever yeah. we call it. Um, these guys are are stuck here, eh? and they kind of play the game that they've been brought over to do. They've came here to work and they kind of get working. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. my heart goes so, out to them. My heart goes out to the club. Eh? But speaking of players, yeah. There's only kind of one thing that we really can do at this point. See, we're we are at the midway point of the season now. We're halfway through, give or take. Give um, or take. So, hundred games. Yeah. So review of the season so far. Um, I think it's with no games being played and kind of nothing really to look forward to just now. I I don't actually know when our next game is now. I've lost track on. I've what lost games track. Are being played I've honestly what games lost. Aren't. Yeah. So I could not um, tell you when my next game is. So yeah, let's. Uh, Let's have a look at the season so far. So, obviously, we'll, we'll talk Challenge Cup first. Um, that'll be the trophy that, we're winning. That is the trophy we're going to be winning. Um, Un- so, unless, no, you know what, Junior? No, no luck. This will be the season that we're in with a shout of winning it and they'll cancel it. And they'll cancel to free up, it, yeah. To free up dates for, for league games. Well, they'll blame you because you said it last week. Just cancel the Challenge Cup. So, yeah. um, Belfast finished top of our qualifying group A. Um, and obviously we finished in second place ahead of the five flyers by two points. Um, it's quite funny that we only had three wins. Um, it felt a lot more. From, yeah, it certainly did from, feel a lot more. Uh, from that, you know, two wins against a well, woman against Belf, woman against Belfast, woman against Fife, and one overtime win, penalty shot win against Fife. Yeah. Um, and then kind of four losses, one of them being in a shootout to Belfast as well. Um, again, we yeah. spoke about it. At the start of the season, you know, saying that Challenge Cup was a waste of time with the current format of it. Yes. Um, but I thought Challenge Cup, we always treat it as a kind of warm-up pre-season tournament sort of thing for us. But then we've went on and we've we've won that first <laughs> leg and we've still potentially got, could qualify for the semi-finals and uh, depending <laughs> on how the second leg goes. And that hopefully is played behind closed doors in Cardiff. So yeah, there's a good chance of might be it. Uh, there's a good chance. There's a good <laughs> chance that maybe, you know, my feelings on the challenge cup. I don't like it, but yeah. now it's probably the. <laughs> wouldn't be a shout by the way. So, it's fantastic think, tournament. Yeah, I think we should cancel <laughs> the league season now and play challenge cup. <laughs> but but yeah, yeah. Um, the challenge. Listen, the challenge cup has been good for us. We've gave ourselves a good shout. Um, and it happens, eh? Yeah. And it yeah, happens. Yeah. If we could get past Cardiff, we could cause a shock here, eh? Yeah. Yeah, because um, again, I think we spoke about it the other week. We take their seeding if we win, so we would get right. the lower seeding. So, whoever that what is. are they seeded? Are they seeded one? God knows. They, one they two, must be close. The, the, listen, they're going to be in the top four, but to me, I think Cardiff must be one or two. Um, so Cardiff finished. I, there might be three actually. Cardiff finished on twelve points. So right. it's about one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah. So yeah, that's what it is. They finished. They they would finish third because they finished on twelve points. Sheffield had fourteen. Belfast had fourteen, and then right. Cardiff had twelve. So they're third. So we. Um, so if, if we went through, we'd be the third seed. Yeah, we were seeded sixth originally, so we'd be seeded third. If that's still the way it goes, you know, yeah. I mean, that's what they used to do it anyway. So, yeah. um, but looking at. Uh, stats for the Challenge Cup. You know, Charlie Combs was top point scorer with three goals and six assists. Um, but top goal scorer was um, the other half of Jack Russell, uh, Philippe Sorge, Sorge. Yeah. with five goals. Dylan Lawrence with four goals. Uh, that that that's a wee surprise to me. Yeah, what one? Dylan, Dylan getting the like Sorge being five goals, Dylan being at four goals. Yeah, yeah. like. For me, Dylan's he's one of those guys, he's unseen. Yeah. And then after so many games, you look at his stats and you go, Oh, how did, how did that happen? 
Yeah, I, I, yeah. I've always, I've always really liked him. I said that when we signed him that I was really looking forward to him playing. He'll be a really steady, maybe second liner. Yeah, chipping in here and there with some assists and some goals, and, and, yeah. and that's what he does. Yeah, um, his shot uh, release is uh, so quick. Um, yeah. and if he gets that on target, goalies very yeah. got next to no chance. Um, yeah, is that a shot from slot? Is it? Yeah. Yeah, I think he's nailed it. He's it's where he's what learned his trade, I think, is it stand yeah. in that high slot and wait on the puck coming to him. Yeah. Um so yeah, but Challenge Cup, I think we've been pleasantly surprised with one, we didn't have more than three wins in the in the group yeah. stage. And yeah. two, I think we've been pleasantly surprised on how we performed and managed to get uh, an advantage in that first leg to go to the second yeah. leg. But and even finals. You know what? E- even in the games against Belfast, even the games that were lost, we actually played quite well. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I don't think well there's some league games where we've been poor yeah but I think the Challenge Cup overall I think we've played really well yeah and, Even, I think, and, and I, that was shown against Cardiff when, when we beat them 4-2 eh? yeah and I think coming away from that was we, we, we started off relatively decent we felt performances were good we were steady we could give teams games we are going to the league season we played Nottingham uh, the very first one which was in the middle of the Challenge Cup games yeah and we, we should have beat them. You know, we lost 2-1 and we should have beat them. Um, and then we went on a really bad run that we weren't picking up anything. But looking at the table now, it's looking a little bit healthier. Okay, we're still only in eighth place. Um, but we are only five points off of Manchester in fifth and six points off of Guildford in fourth. So it's not... That's three games. You win three games, yeah. they lose three it games, does. you're up there again. So... Well, if you even look at Belfast, Belfast's only at 20 points. Yeah, yeah. Cardiff's only at 23, and I know it's a lot, but if all it needs is for us to win a few games yeah. and for those teams to lose a few games. Yeah, so so you look at Cardiff here, right? We're, we're two games behind Cardiff and 10 points behind. You win those two games in hand, you know, yeah. you're only six points behind the second-place team there. Yeah. And the previous year's proper season, previous year's yeah. champions. Um, yeah. But Fife... You know, at the bottom, only three points behind us. But I think they went on that little run and now they're hitting that kind of bad run of form again. Um, yeah. But it's good to see us, you know, that start of uh, goals for and goals against. The goals for was really, really shy at one point. Um, but we've started to pick that up again and we're starting to find our feet. Yeah. And I, think, I think that coincides with getting a full roster. When, when yeah. guys start coming back, we've touched on it before and probably on here as well, that the Challenge Cup, we started really well, um, yeah. I think, because we had a full team. Yeah. And then it was only, we went on the sort of the bad run when players were beginning to drop yeah. off and get injured. And yeah. when Omar's left, we, he's got to change the lines, he's got to change his D, he's got to change his forwards. Yeah, he had a lot in playing as a D man. Yeah, yeah. All and, those and changes think, upset the team. And the thing with it is, as well, is it wasn't at first, it was just you know. So, I think, I think the first one was a, a suspension for Kyle, I think it was a one game ban, and we really missed him and we were flat. He then comes back, and then we get maybe one or two guys who go out injured, and then it's the three, four, five, six yeah. guys out injured and the suspensions. Yeah, and you're like. Shh. Where do we go from here? Uh-huh. Um, but even then, at that point, I think that was okay. We're only at December, but it was like a season turning point for us where everyone had to dig deep with the amount of bodies that we were short. And it was, it's like everyone came together that wee bit more. And it's now shown now that everyone's back. It's yeah. like, you know what? We went through the shit. We got through the shit. Although we yeah. didn't win games, we were still competing. We we're still playing relatively decent hockey. We come back. And then we go on this little run of wins, and then you beat, yeah. you, know, you beat um, Cardiff at home. Uh, beat Cardiff at home in the cup. You then go to Cardiff and beat them away in the league. Yeah. Um. You you win in Belfast the weekend before that. Yeah. Um. You beat Nottingham. You 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 nearly pick up points in Sheffield, yeah. and you're like, okay, this this is this is where we should have. This is where we thought we were going to be at the start of the season. And and then you and then you get the guys chipping in, who. Maybe weren't the chipping in before. Like so, boy, Tom's Ruckus. Yeah. You, you had Ruckus chipping in We what was it? Two, three points over a weekend. Yeah. You got Seb 
yeah, suddenly yeah. hitting form and hitting like the back of the net. Yeah. Yep. And even and, and Lannan chipping in we we a goal and assist here or there. So these guys who were certainly two of them were heavily criticized by, by a yep. certain section of the fans, um suddenly turned it around. Yeah. And it just coincided with guys coming back, yep. Omar getting the lines absolutely spot on. Yeah. And all of a sudden, you've got three lines chipping in. It's funny because we were crying out for, and apologies to the coach on this one because he's he shut us up eventually, but we were crying out for him to get Sills back with yeah. Combs and Sonch. And then we now find the line of Combs, Dorowich and Desjardins. And what a line that is, by yeah. the way. And, and, and that... And we're crying out for no, no, no. We need to get this one. We need to get this one. Yeah, he's nailed that top line. Um, yeah. and and I say I say top line. I use it very loosely that term top line because yeah. you've got your next line of you've got Benz your next line. Sonch so and, what? yeah, yeah it, it's it's we've finally found it. Um, looking at stats there, Charlie Combs top goal scorer was seven, uh, followed by uh, Benson on six, Sills and Sonch on five. Um, that, that, Dan, surprisingly that's... only on four. Yeah. Um, I think that's where we do have to improve though, is, is scoring goals. Mm-hmm. We we are, we we are we have been light in the in, in the goal scoring department and only recently we've started sort of putting up fours and, and mm-hmm. three, fours and fives, whatever. But we did struggle with goals. Yeah. If you think about yeah. it, Charlie Charlie's your top goal scorer, he's only scored seven goals. How many games has he played? He has played seventeen. There you go. However, he's averaging a point a game, though. That, yeah. <laughs> a, a point a game, assist-wise. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. And, and it could just be that the goals are spread out right across the team. Yeah. And that, yeah, well, and, and if that happens, then, then fine. But if you do look at the goals for and goals against, I think, I think you said, what, we're sitting at 42 goals or something uh, that we'll score. Like that. Yeah. Um, and how many games have we played? 18 games or something? So yeah. it's just yeah, I mean, it's just yeah. over two goals a game. So, so I'm looking at you, the, you, so I'm looking at the stats just now, right? So we've got twelve different goal scorers out of a roster of seventeen. Yeah, yeah. Um, and a few of them, you know, there's there's three of them with a goal each, um, and one with two. Then the rest are all. Well, that's including Cody Dover as well. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, top top assists is. Uh, Gabe, no, no, only four goals, and it's surprising. I thought he'd scored more than four, um, just for how much he's been. He's, you hear his name on the, the, yeah. the announcer all the time, but yeah, 12 assists in 17 games for him, 10 for Charlie, so total points 17 for Combs, the top goal, uh, top point scorer. Gabe was 16, and then obviously Benson with his little run of form just now up at 12. Yeah, so, so the, the top 10. two are averaging just, just about a point a game. Yeah, Combs is, but, Gabe's just under it. Yeah, so but if you if you look at as I say, if you look at the goals that we've scored in the number of games, but I think we're at two point something. Yeah. Um, I think one thing we need to look right. at, but that then means that the D and Mo have got to be standing on their heads every yeah. game because yeah. if we're only scoring an average of just over two goals, you're going to yeah. struggle to win a lot of games, and yeah, that's what I'm the, saying. That gets... We've got to really start. And the thought wasn't. This break's come at the wrong time for us. Oh, definitely. Because definitely. we were one of the, the, the top forum teams in the league yeah. when this break has came for us. We weren't so, one of we, we were the top form team in the league. It's hitting the club in the pocket, and then, yeah. then we've got to go and start again. And will we start the way we were playing, or are we going to need to start going through it and, and build up, build up, build yeah. up? So... Yeah. Um but yeah, I think you know we've we've we have started playing the way we thought we were gonna play. Um and it's you know kind of starting to pay off for us. We're getting the points on the board, we're starting to get wins, we're picking up points here and there. Um looking at stats, one stat I have to point out is our penalty minutes. Uh top penalty minute taker is Kyle Haas with hundred and twenty three hundred and twenty three really? minutes. In 14 games in the league. That's <laughs> less than 10. <laughs> um, listen, it's, you know, there's been a few, again, we've we've complained about a few of the calls from 
of game misconducts and obviously they lied up, you know, the 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, I know I think I think he'd been kicked out of three games, I think two of them we disagreed with. Um so even say 40, 60 minutes coming off of that 123 takes him right down and just out near enough a couple of penalties a game. But yeah, 123, I think that's gotta be going that's for a new record, record for nah, the league. It's good for the, the stars league. record. I wonder what the stars record was. So the stars record, I can tell you what the stars record is in two seconds. I'm, I'm gonna go I'm, I'm pretty sure it's guess. Jeff Hutchins. Is it? I went, I went sure Scott. Hutch. For some reason, I went Scott Young. No, I'm pretty sure it's Hutchie. I think Jeff Hutchins had uh, one season where it was just ridiculous. Uh, we'll we'll get that for we'll get that up. We'll, yeah. we'll figure it out in a second. But yeah, so, I think. Um, for the review, then, right? It is. Is it? Oh well, in saying that, it's all time penalty, uh, all time penalty minutes for right. all the games they played. Right. But it is Jeff Hutchins of five hundred and seven penalty minutes in one hundred and ninety four games. Uh, on track now. <laughs> He's on track for that. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> but yeah, so, it's... For, for for the review so far, then, right? Who's be, who's been your top D man? Okay. Who's been your top forward? And who's been the guy that sort of? Kind of surprised you, no, yes. no, like none of this most improved bash. No. But who, who's the guy you've suddenly went, Oh, wow, yeah. So, so my, my top D man, and, and yep. I was hoping it was going to be the guy that I was so excited for for signing. But I was hoping it was going to be Poirier. I do like Michael Poirier a lot, I think he's a good D yeah, man, sure yeah. But for me, I think our best D man has been Kyle Haas, yeah. I would agree with that. That's who um, I've got, and I think. The reason that I'm going with Kyle is because when we signed him, I was expecting him just to come here and be a tough guy and maybe be the third line D partner for whoever. Yeah. Um, but when he's on that ice, he gives us a massive presence. Even on the yeah. bench, he gives us a massive presence. Um, and he can play. That yeah. was what kind of was more about. Oh, he, he actually can play some decent hockey. He's not just a he's not just a tough guy and a fighter. Um, he can. You talk about your your Chris Franks and your even Nickerson and stuff like that. They could play, yeah, and they can fight, yeah. But Kyle Haas is above them in terms of actually being able to play. Like he's he's a very solid D man, no shit. He can pass the puck, he can move that puck well. Um, I would agree with he can, that. He's, I think... he's also, he also jumps up in the rush now and again, and it's, it's yeah. I always I always will him. To score every time he jumps up in the rush, just to see yeah. the gun celebration. Yeah, I th- for for me, I, I, I agree with you. I think Med D man, I've got it right down is, is, is Kyle as well. I think he's he's gave us someone that we've lacked. Yeah, and just okay. He's, he's physical presence, but clearing people away for the goalie. Yeah, between him and Marcus, like we've not had this for a long, long time. Where if somebody's in front of the goalie, they throw them out the way. And and they, they yeah. don't care how they move them, they move them. But I think for me, what's what where Kyle has got a, a wee edged over Marcus for me is just the way he plays. As you say, yeah. he can he can jump up, um, he's got that presence. I don't think Marcus has got that presence, although Marcus well, we won't handle himself. He came just to, laughs. I mean, he them. just laughs at them. Yeah. And I think he's at that age now where I can't be asked with this. Yeah. Cannot be asked yeah, with this. I've been so. there and I've done it. I'm just coming here. I want to play my game and that's it. Whereas Kyle will oblige with anybody. Um, yeah. But I think that's what gives Kyle the edge that he has got that presence on the ice. Defensively, he surprised me. Yeah. I didn't think we were going to get a D-man like Kyle, I knew we were going to get a tough guy. I knew we were going to get somebody to stick up for the team. I didn't think he was going to be the the D man that we've got who mm-hmm. could skate well. He yeah. could if he if he wants to play the game the right way, he could play the game the right way. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, so yeah, it's, so I think we'll agree on that. Kyle's Kyle's Funny you said that because Debbie Ward actually shared a post on Facebook yesterday of the definition of a defenseman and it's got it's a noun a hockey player willing to punch any player of the opposing team in the face in order to protect their goalie and thrives on it yeah, that's yeah. Kyle Haas that yeah. is the definition of Kyle Haas as a d-man 
Um, I saw it and I laughed because I thought, you know what, that's that is, and we've missed it for years. And um, and the thing about it, we Kyle and Marcus, I and the rest of them, let's be honest, Chris does it, Moorsy's yeah. done it as well. They, they just yeah. get people away. Mo will absolutely love that. Yeah. yeah because definitely. Mo is going to know that he's not going to get clattered. Yeah. Look at go go back a few years. How many times did people crash in on Rio? We, and we had nothing guys, was done. We we had guys like Brad Plumpton and Craig Sescon, right? Steady players, tough guys, dropped them when they needed to, but they never cleared the shit in front of the goalie. Bhutan, Sean Bhutan, the very last year before COVID, that was the worst one I'd saw, where the guy actually went right through the goalie and he stood and just walked, looked at him the whole time. Yeah. And, I, and I, I've spoke to numerous people about it before and they said, like, people still said that, they could still see him doing it and just standing there looking at him. I'm like... Yeah. Wouldn't happen now. Yeah, I might. No, God, no. no somebody would have got, got leather for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Kyle yeah. Haas, uh, current, currently yeah. um, D man of the year for us. Um, right. Forward. Forward. So I've, I don't know if you've went, we went the same because I think you might have. No. But I have gone with Spencer Dorwich. Nah. Okay. I so, went with Charlie. So Spencer Dorwich for me. Um, Spenny is fantastic. Eh? See the work rate from him, the, the the passion he puts in every game. I think he's the only one that plays on the edge from zero right through to sixty. He's the only one. He'll, no matter how banged up he is, he'll still go out and do it. Um, yeah. I, I've just got an absolute love for him as a player. Um, yeah. In the dirty areas all the time, and he just gets on with. It. Never complains. You never see him arguing with the ref. He just gets on with, it and yeah. and gets on next shift. Absolutely. Well, love him. So for me, it's Charlie Combs, but you'll not be surprised when you see who my surprise is going to be. But for, <laughs> yeah, so for 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 Charlie, when when he came in, and I thought we were going to get a wee bit of a buzz bomb, you know, um, of the same sort of ilk as Beauregard. But I think what we get from Charlie is the unpredictability, because some of the goals that, that he scored and he and he's came out with are just unbelievable. Yeah. I think he's something surprised himself. Yeah. But he gets in amongst it. Um I think he's a bit I think he's a bit like Kyle. He's a guy that like to me drives the forwards. Yeah. If Charlie plays well up front, then the team plays well up front. Yeah. He he yeah. seems to take everybody with him. He's a um, massive character. He's a, he's a great character and what I do like about him is some of the celebrations and you know when when he scores he, he's, he, he loves it. The jerseys up, and yeah. at the end of the, the games, he's the, banging the, the sticks. He, he's singing along with the fans. It's uh, it's the he boots. enjoys it. And for me, on the ice though, I think he's proved that he's sitting at a point a game. So yeah, and I, and I don't think other teams like playing against him because I yeah. don't think they know how to defend the guy. Yeah, it, it's the woos. Um... As he skates past the opposing bench when he scores, yeah, that's what that's what gets me. Um, because if that's one of the away players, yeah, like doing that, you you go fucking mental. Um, oh, uh, but yeah, no, uh, um, it's a uh, it's shit housery of the top level, oh, like yeah, god yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, my uh, my surprised signing of the year is Charlie Combs. So I okay. thought. I, I I knew Charlie was going to come in as one of the top forwards. I just didn't expect him to be as good as he is. He is better than Beauregard by a mile. Um, Beauregard's a great player, but Charlie Combs is better than him by a mile. Charlie Combs could be one of the best players in the league. Yeah, that's how good Never he is. Either. And I didn't think, and I thought he was going to, and I knew he was going to be a good player for us. You know, us being the smaller budget team. Yeah. That's where I thought he was going to be good. I didn't expect him yeah, to be nah. your Belfast, he's, Sheffield, Nottingham, Cardiff good. You've got, got He's too yeah, good for this we, league. We, <laughs> we, we've signed what we thought was going to be a good player. Yeah. And he's turned out to be a great player. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Uh, my surprise then is the opposite then. My surprise is Dorowitz. Uh, I, I knew, so, uh, speaking on, on social media, we, we some Americans... Uh, you know, we were going to get the grip for Spencer and, and stuff. Yeah. I just didn't think 
we were going to get what we got. Yeah. Um, I think right at this point in time, Dorovich is on fire. Absolutely on fire. Yeah. Offensively and defensively. He'll get in amongst that. He'll, he'll chip in with goals. He'll chip in with assists. He's no frightened. Yeah. He, he's probably one, yeah, he dropped the gloves in five. He probably doesn't want to drop the gloves, but he will not back down. No. And he gets in amongst it. No, and what, suddenly we've got a player who will stand in front of the net and bang and bang and bang until yeah. that puck goes in. Um, yeah. Like you, I love Dorovitz. I think Dorovitz is a great a great player. He's he, he goes under the radar. And the only way you'll notice Dorovitz is if you're a Stars fan. Other, there'll yeah. be fans in, in, from other teams going, who? Yeah. Because they'll they'll not notice what, what we notice on, on a weekly basis. Eh? No, definitely not. Definitely not. Um but yeah. So think... well interesting. We've got the same three players, it's just the forward and the surprise is just yeah. the opposite way around. Eh? We obviously like we obviously like the same type of players then. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. People that the people that annoy people. Yeah. Um yeah. but yeah, speaking of annoying and annoying. Yeah. It leads us in nicely to senior versus junior. Oh. Um and see how annoyed Lars will get this week. Uh, Honestly, it was a, it was a surprise uh, five for five last week for me. Yeah, um, well you've noticed I've no you. gave you I've no gave you the year early this time. Three, and we'll see. three for three for five for you last week, is that right? Yeah, three for five, yeah. Uh, yeah. But so you want you want me to tell the numbers first this week? So you're leading. Wow! Wow! You're leading fourteen ten. So, wow! We're getting a we're getting a volunteering exercise here. Going first for once. It's up to you. Okay. Go for it. Right. I'll right. give you. I'll give you them. So. Right. Okay. You've got 25, 29, Right. Forty-two. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. In nineteen ninety-seven. Okay. And the I've players are. You, you've got to tell you your years eighteen nineteen. Okay. Your That's a long time. That's a long time ago. We have a team in eighteen ninety. <laughs> you have <laughs> right. Anthony Beauregard. Maybe. Colton Croker, baby. Colton Croker. Kevin Dufour. Okay. Riley O'Connor. Jesus. And Jagger Dirk. Oh my God. This <laughs> is this is outrageous. So, couple, it was only two years ago. It was the last season we played. Surely you should uh, get five or five. Nah, nothing. Not, for two years of sitting about then, nothing. <laughs> right, so, ni- 1997, you were born in 91. Yeah. 30. So, they're six years younger than you. 24. Right. Right, okay, well, I'm just going to go for it, eh? Here I go. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> You've not even put ship numbers in, I don't think. <laughs> or have you? Right. Have it. Or have no. you? Right. Oh, over. Here we go. Right, you ready? Yes. Right. So I'm going to go Riley O'Connor, 16. Okay. I'm going to go uh, Anthony Beauregard, 42. Okay. Colton Kroger, 1997. Okay. 29 for Defour. And I think that leaves us 25 with Jagger Duck. It does leave you a 25 jagger duck. So yeah. I can tell you, you got two right. Fuck's sake, that was a shite. So Kevin Dufour was 25 goals. He was the top goal scorer. Oh, I went for 29 goals. Anthony Beauregard was 29 assists. He was the top assist that season. All right, okay. Jagger Dirk was 42 with 42 penalties. penalty minutes, and that was the highest penalty minutes that season. All right, okay. And then you were right with Riley O'Connor, number 16 shirt number, yeah. and Croton Coker born in 1997. Yeah. All right. Okay. Two <laughs> points. So you're going to get yours, and I'm still two points behind. <laughs> That's if I get any right, though. Ah, oh, God. Right. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. So you have number 17. Okay. Number 18. Okay. <laughs> Number 27, okay. 31, yep. and 78. Okay. And your players are AJ McLean, okay. Tristan Harper, Yanis Ozelins, Doug Krantz, okay. and Mike Whirl. 
Mike Worrell. Fuck, there's a fucking name and a half there, eh, Mike Worrell? There you right. go. Hey, okay. why the long face? Yeah, why the long face? God, yeah. who was it that shouted that again? Was it... Um, I thought it was somebody like a Brendan Connolly. Somebody like that. No, I remember who it was. It was David Ling. That's it. Nice I knew it was somebody... I, I thought... Put it this way. I think we were right. We knew it was a wee shite, but... Yeah. Aye. He was yeah. a fucking shite. I fucking hated him. Yeah, but he was a player, though. Him. Yeah, he was yeah, an absolute player. Absolute player. But, that, yeah, that had to be one of the funniest things ever. Yeah. We're, well, all, we're all sitting on the bench and he tells us, hey, mate, why the long face? <laughs> oh, brilliant. Right, okay, so. Oh, why is it okay. my fucking work? My fucking work phone's ringing. Oh, it's not me. Piss off. Unprofessional. The hell on holiday. You? On yeah. holiday. Right, okay, so we're going to go with. Right. Hmm. Fun. Yanis Come. Oslins shirt right. number no, no Doug Krantz shirt number 17 okay um, fucking hell these are hard ones this week lad. got to be I've got to try and catch up <laughs> we're going to go 18 now did Janice Oslins play that whole season let's go <laughs> fuck it I'm only going to come out with one here I think 18 for AJ okay what year was this what year is this 12-13 so that's the season before we win the conference. Okay, I'm still going to go with Mike Worrell at 78. No. Okay. No. Mike Worrell's going to go at 31. Okay. Fuck it. Tristan, Tristan was not on the ice for this long, but 78, Tristan. And fuck knows what that leaves Oslin set at 27. Come out with zero here. So AJ 18, Harper at 78, Oslin set 27. Nah, I'm going to change them. Oh, for crying out loud, come on. AJ's at 27. Oslin's is right. 18. Ah, well, fuck you, you've got five. Fuck off. I have your wee dick. Well, I could leave it at four then. Ah, 17, you got Doug Krantz. I, that's the only one I knew was his shirt number. Yeah. 78 was Tristan. What that was, was that? his penalties. Fucking penalty match. match. I, I couldn't think he was on nice for that one. Yeah. get 78. Mike Worrell was 31. There's a number oh, of goals what? he scored. Really? Yeah. Oslins was 18, that was his jersey, and AJ scored 27 points. So your last-minute change gave you five. Fucking hell. Chancer. Honestly, that was the toughest week you gave us to. They were gay, other than Doug Krantz. And the only reason I know it was Doug Krantz is because it was Graham Harvey's favourite player. And Graham Harvey followed him into the toilets, and I think it was underground one night for a photo. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and that's the one I knew. The rest were all guesses. Fucking hell. You're, you're opening, you've opened up a lead, eh? You've opened up a week and a half worth of lead. To be fair. Because the score is now senior 12, junior 19. That was just all fucking guesses there. I had no clue. Absolutely. I'm sitting here devastating. You're going to use an SNL year next time, are you? <laughs> I'll tell you. And I keep I keep going on about this because I know I know that the guy listens in, Paul McNichol listens in, right? The Dode Fox podcast. I'm gonna get in touch with Paul because I need to get some shite house tricks for this quiz. <laughs> Next week's numbers might be something like one, two, three, four, five. Something like that. Oh. Can I believe that your last minute I'm sitting thinking he's only got three, that's no bad. No, I'm gonna change them. You know what it was? The thing with Ozolins was I changed. I went with eighteen for him because he. I felt he came in halfway through the season. Yeah, he did. We wore eighteen for that, for and that's what was. That's what I was thinking. I thought surely he's not as high as twenty-seven or whatever it was because yeah. he never played that many games, so he wouldn't have got that because he wasn't that yeah. great a player. He was a cheap and cheerful player. Um, so yeah, so yeah. Wow. I've actually, I've got it. I've got it. I've got it written in the notes already. <laughs> SNL. That's how I've wrote. SNL. I He's a wee dick. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I'm well, telling you, you're, you're getting some shite numbers next time, I'll tell you. Yeah, well, on that note, it's uh, this this episode of A View From Section C is finishing on a very happy note for one of us. Um, it's a very early Christmas present for me and yeah. continuing a winning streak again. It's the um, only present you're getting. <laughs> well, I think I've already got your presents in the house, so yeah, we'll well, Yeah. <laughs> But no, from all of us, I say all of us, there's only two of us, uh, yeah. a view from Section C. 
Um, yeah. I want to firstly thank everyone that's been listening in. Um, yeah, thank you very much. Appreciate it. I see. I keep a, I keep an eye out on the analytics, as it's called, um, on on the podcast stuff, and we're getting. Be- Last week we were we were more. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago we were a lot more with the very first YouTube episode. Um, but we are getting between two hundred and two hundred and fifty listeners every week, which but, is unreal. Yeah. Um, I th- we were happy with maybe what fifty, uh, yeah. but yeah, yeah. As I say, and I think, I think the feedback, the feedback we get as well, has has been really positive. And, yeah. and we've always asked for for constructive feedback. If you think we're talking shit, then tell us we're talking shit. Yeah. If, if you want things added in, ask us, and we'll, and and if we think it's relevant, we'll add it in. Yeah. But yeah, we kind of thank everybody enough for for watching now and also yeah. listening. So our plans are for next year is to go a little bit further and speak to some new people on it yeah. um, so it's not just our voices you're listening to um, yeah. we are looking to get a couple of former players on, um, we've already got one of them agreed uh, to go into the new year once he has finished his kind of festivities with the family and some trips yeah. and that so he will be coming on um, and yes I'm going to absolutely love it because yeah who it is. Um, but yeah, it will look to even maybe get a couple of fans on, a couple of close close friends from the hockey on and, and get yeah. their take on games and stuff as well um, and branch out a little bit. So watch this space. We will get the post up for merchandise. Um, we have yeah. now got everything sorted with costs yeah. and uh, logos and stuff like that and material. So we've got all that sorted. We'll get that out on the socials as well. But again, just a big thanks, everyone, for listening. Hope you have a Merry Christmas when tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah, because this is Christmas Eve. This is be, this is what we are listening. doing. <laughs> this is what we are doing for the people. We're we're recording this on Christmas Eve for the people. Yeah, so enjoy your enjoy your day tomorrow. And if you're listening yeah. to this tomorrow, maybe when travelling down to see people, which will be me and Shannon, because Shannon won't listen to it driving to Fife. Um, then have a good day today. Um. Just on that note, me going to Fife on Christmas Day, do I still get to sing Feed the Fifers at the dinner table to our mum, yeah. <laughs> Scott and, and her wee brother? Yeah. And I hope <laughs> I hope you I hope you're either I hope you're going to be wearing uh, all your stars regale you when you get there. You know what? I might I might take in a star I might wear a star top when I go in just to see Spencer's yeah. face. <laughs> but no, um a Merry Christmas to all. Have yeah. a happy new year when it comes, and hopefully, we see you at the rink a lot sooner than what we're currently thinking. Yeah, and the same. Merry all Christmas, right. guys. Happy new year. Thanks again for listening, and all the best.